0: Hey, my friends! It's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to the Brendan Show. This is a podcast about helping you reach high performance in your life, in every area of your life. It's about staying more motivated, more confident, more disciplined, and on purpose. You know, the high performance experience is really about feeling more vibrant, more connected, more excellent, more fulfilled in your life. But it's also challenging you because you and I both know it's difficult to reach those levels of high performance without support, without ongoing commitment and dedication to your own personal development. So welcome to our HPX community. Thank you for joining us here on The Brandon Show. I'm super pumped for today's episode. Before we begin, I want to let you know that we have specials right now on our HPX nutrition line. If you didn't know it, I rolled out three specific products to help you with your performance. These are three specific supplements that will really give you the edge. Now, don't worry, I'm not starting an MLM or a downline. I'm not asking you to promote any of my products. And frankly, just like you, there's a lot of different companies and a lot of different products that I love and I enjoy, and I'm not trying to compete with. It was specifically I could not find three world-class supplements that specifically helped me in these areas. So we've got HPX Optimize, which is a mental focus and energy product for your brain health. Then we've got Essentials, which is a functional multivitamin, which we've basically enhanced for longevity, for joint health, and for vitality and digestion but what we did instead of like making a multivitamin where they sprinkled a million different things in there that actually have no effect you know, we put in dosages here that you'll be amazed by and then finally we've got hpx organic boost which is the energy drink mix that i take because it's a hundred percent organic it's actually delicious too i have to tell you that so go check it out hpx wellness.com everything you need to know is right there and if you've ever wanted to know how to reach the high performance experience in terms of your biology and physiology these products can really support you go to hpxwellness.com and without further ado on to today's episode Why do you do what you do? Why do you think what you think? What are you really after? What do you really desire? What gets in your way? How do you take more command of your life? How do you get around a community or a group of people who support you more and build that network that you need to grow your business or grow your life? How do you get into that pocket where you feel like, you know what? I'm high performing each day. I'm finding my rhythm each day. I'm in flow each day. Nothing's knocking me off each day. I know there's stresses. I know there's challenges. I know there's difficulties, but I can honor the struggle and no matter what comes up, What's the life you are going to choose and who are you going to choose to be in it? Think about how simplistic that is, but how life altering it becomes when it becomes conscious choice. What kind of life are you going to live? What's it really going to look like and feel like and be like, and who are you going to be in it? That was the conversation we were having when we were talking about cage, comfortable and charged. Because ultimately, maybe some parts of your life is here or here or here, but ultimately we can move it along and stay over here for longer periods of time when we understand how to generate our energy, our enthusiasm, and to stay fully engaged in what we are doing. You know what? There's also not a lot of time sometimes. You better choose what's important to you because life is short. Life is very short, and each of us has to know What are the questions we're gonna use at the end of our life to evaluate our life? Like for me, my questions were, I know at the end of my life, if I face it again, I'm gonna ask, did I live fully? Did I love openly? Did I make a difference? That live, love, matter framework, that, that guides me. Last night when I went to bed, I asked that same three questions. I've asked those questions for what, 23 plus years? Every night. I go to bed and I say, did I live, did I love, did I matter? I really think through that. And it's not like every night I'm like, yes, I'm so wonderful. (laughs) But it's a gauge. It's a measurement. It's a touch point. It's an intention. If you haven't written down somewhere, what questions you're going to ask at the end of your life to evaluate whether or not you lived a good life. Don't pretend that you are living a purposeful life yet. Because it would require you to think about the end. And so many people don't want to face that, but that's what I call, I call it mortality motivation. It's like, I know at the end I'm going to lay there and I'm going to think about these questions if if I have those moments of cognition before I leave this planet, I'm going to ask myself questions. You might ask different questions. Mine's about living fully and loving openly and making a difference. Yours might be something very specific. It might be, was I a great mom? Did I give my best? Was I honest? Did I enjoy it? Was I grateful? You might have completely different sets of questions, right? What I'd love to do to be is thinking about those throughout this event. Like I had to get hit in the head with a car door to finally think about that as a young man. But you have the ability. You had a journal right in front of you. So the idea is you pick your life the kind of life you want to live, and you guide yourself with some types of intention, and then things start to catch fire when you capture those things. You gotta restructure the habits of your mind the habits of your day, the habits of your relationships, the habits of your daily reality. And all of that requires us to experience life in a different way, more consciously, more by choice, and to give in to life. What's your life like? How are you going to evaluate the life at the end? What do you really want right now to change and to build and to create your life? As you change and restructure those habits of your mind, you also are going to have to deal with these simple things that we all face, which is like things of like daily motivation. What sparks motivation? Ambition. What does? Ambition. Ambition. You've got to give yourself permission to dream again and have an ambition, unapologetically, and it is your own, it's your thing, because you own your dream. Say, I own, dream. I own my dream. You gotta own that dream again. Not based on what your past was, as we talked about, not based on what your current competencies are, but on a confidence that you believe in your ability to figure things out. And once you give yourself that, permission and you keep those ambitions close. You look at them, 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 it sparks that motivation again. But remember, you also have expectancy because if you don't believe it, you can't achieve it and so we've got to spark that ambition and that expectancy, that belief in self, that's what sparks the motivation. Well, how do you sustain that motivation? Attention and effort. Where are you giving your attention? And the reminder that you need to focus on something longer. If you want longer term motivation, that the mind can be tricked by swiping through so many distractions that you're training yourself to be limited in your attention and as you train yourself every day to be limited in your attention, that is why you are losing motivation. You are training your mind to be limited in attention. The more you swipe. And that's what we got to teach kids. They're not picking up on this. Every swipe is a training, right? It's just like a, it's like a pellet of food to a little hamster on a wheel. Well, I guess a pellet of food to a rodent being trained for something. It's hard to get the pellet in the hamster's mouth as it's running. (laughs) Clinical researchers really appreciate these jokes right now, (laughs) but it's so important. To realize you got to be cautious of where you're, your time and your attention, your mental energy, because if you have mental energy towards the things that matter each day, the more you focus on a continual basis on the things that matter, the more the motivation wells up and it is sustained. It does not run out as often as other people. People say, yeah, yeah, motivation is fleeting, but everything is fleeting. The matter is, do you capture it and hold it and build it up? Love is fleeting unless you capture it and hold it and build it up. Right? Love can feel great on a Friday night date night and then Monday afternoon you can be a real bastard. <laughs> Unless you teach yourself to hold on to and feel and express that love. It's a conditioning. How do you amplify that? Like, What are the things that really amplify motivation? Making sure we're paying attention to our attitude. What is our attitude as we endure difficulty? You know what? I think a lot of people feel that Positivity and optimism are indulgences. It's like, oh yeah, that'd be sure nice to feel that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Optimism and positivity are not an indulgence that you are pleasure-seeking or hedonistic. Optimism and positivity are requirements for long-term happiness and high performance. Y'all follow? It's not a like, oh, she's so lucky to have it. It's like, oh no, she's doing a great job choosing that and conditioning that over and over and over and over again, even when it's hard. Oh, he's so lucky. No, he's doing a great job of choosing that and conditioning that over and over and over and over and over again. So when it gets really hard, when the stuff really hits the fan, she's ready. He's ready. Because they've been training themselves. That's what's so key. That's what's so key. Attention. And on this piece of Amplify, that idea of like your attitude, I mean, I'd really love for you to look at the different parts of like, like what's your attitude been towards your health recently? <laughs> what's your attitude been towards your spouse, your partner, your lover recently? Is your attitude, what are they giving you and it's never enough and they're not good enough and they're awful and I hate this and I hate this and I hate this. Cause listen, beware of what you ever say the word hate on. Oh, I hate my job. Oh, I hate this. Even, even parts of your job, you own your own business. Oh, I hate this marketing stuff. Any time that you say the word hate, listen, anything where hate is applied, death quickly happens. It's like a poison. How many know what I'm talking about? So if you, let me see, if you have a big dream and ambition and you're working towards it every day, but there's a little part of it, like people tell me, I hear all the, I hate email. I'm like, you hate email. I hate email. God, I hate email. I'm like, how often do you do it? They're like every day. (laughs) Oh, I love people who say, I hate my commute, Brendan. I'm like, you hate your commute. How often do you do it? Every day. I'm like, listen, if you have to do something every day and you still, after a series of weeks doing that thing, you still hate it. That is called a complete lack of conscious design. That's called a complete lack of maturity and consciousness. That is called you are living a reactive, avoidant, passive, go through the motions life, and somebody needs to call your ass out on that because you'd better figure out how to deal with that in a better way. Got deal. You'd better figure out how to improve. Enjoy or change that commute. Improve, enjoy or change how you engage with email. But there's no like, I just hate it, and you sustain that. that, that is, that's the worst attitude to have. I hate this part of it. Because as we'll talk about today, there's a different way. Like I think the most important thing that we can ever do is learn how to have a good attitude through the hardships. Learn how to have a good attitude through that real difficult stuff. Because if we can do it then, Cause I'm telling you, if you don't have a good attitude at this level in which you are striving right now, good luck at the next one. People always say, oh, oh, it's just like people say, I'll save money when I'm rich. <laughs> if you're not saving money on the way to rich, A, you ain't going to get rich. And B, when you get it, you will spend it just like you used to. That's why lottery winners piss away all their money so fast. They have been training themselves. And the same thing happens, like, oh, you know what? I'll be less stressed and more buoyant and happy when I make it. No, you won't. <laughs> people say, oh, Brendan, you can't say that because people, you know, if you give them more money and they get out of a certain level and then, no, it's like everything we know from behavioral tracking says that is not true. When you say, I'm gonna be like this then, if you aren't actively striving to be like that now, guess what you're doing? You are training and conditioning how you are now. And if you don't start training and conditioning how you need to be in the future, you will show up in the future ill-equipped to deal with the challenges of the future. How many follow I'm talking about? Like you gotta remind, like everything you've been doing the last six months, you've been training for something. Question is, what have you been training for? Hey, it's Brennan, I'm bopping in here real fast for you to urge you to go to hpxwellness.com and check out our products to help you get more of that mental focus and energy you need to stay at your best, to deliver with excellence, to feel like vibrant again because I know we all struggle with mental fatigue and mental focus. We all sometimes get tired and sometimes we're worried about our overall health. And so I created three specific products to help you with that. Go to hpxwellness.com, check out our nutrition line and let's get you to high performance, baby. hpxwellness.com. The four major things that people psychologically fear at a conscious level are usually regret, are usually ruin, are usually rejection. But in truth, fearful of responsibility, fearful of that next level. That's the conscious level, right? We're scared of those things because we feel we are going to be inadequate or we feel that we are going to be insignificant. In other words, we won't be capable and we can't handle it. Or people will separate from us, reject us, and not consider us with respect or love. And we're scared of that. And that that fear of I'm going to be inadequate or I'm going to be insignificant to people who I care about or others is usually the underlying subconscious stuff going on. You're thinking, I can't take on that dream, Brendan, because I screwed up the last thing. The inadequacy cannot be your mode of mentality because inadequacy is just not a truth. Inadequacy, if you say, well, I don't know how to do that, I'm going to stop. Imagine if I did that in my career. Imagine if 10 years ago I said, I don't know how to do a seminar, so I guess I'll never do one. You learn how to do things by doing things. If I had said, ah, I don't know... I don't feel confident to speak, so I'm not going to do it. None of us would be in this room together. None of us. Uh, What is a quarter billion video views of my online videos? None of them with a cat or a meme. (laughs) Which means really hard to get that number of volume of views. Really hard, no cats, no memes, all original posts, all original art, all original quotes, all original writing for 13 years. Imagine if I had said, well, I'm not a writer. Imagine if I said, I'm not a speaker. I'm not a businessman. I'm not a marketer. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a leader. I'm not a coach. I'm not a, if I stopped where my identity was in reality at the time, was I inadequate at those times to do it? No, I was untrained and uninformed and I lacked mentors in a good community, but I was not inadequate. There is a deep well of potential in your heart that most of you have never tapped into or touched because you were scared of the other thing unconsciously, that insignificance thing, that rejection thing. Well, if I do try, I believe in myself, but if I do try, they'll not respect me. They'll make fun of me. I won't be with the cool kids. She'll hurt me. She'll run away. He'll quit. This will happen. So even if you believed in your potential, sometimes you held off the gas. Even if you believed you were adequate to figure things out, sometimes you stopped because the other thing triggered you. You thought, ooh, I might be insignificant to the people of my life. They might reject me, get rid of me. I think it's life-changing stuff because now your brain goes, oh, funny. I know I want that dream. I know I'm capable to figure it out, but why am I holding up? If it's not an adequacy thing, It's a significance thing, it's like, oh, I won't be respected, I won't get the love that I need and I want so desperately. And so you're holding off. How many of you can recognize, if you're really honest, and I will raise my hand with you on this one, but if you're really honest, how many of you can recognize in the last six months, at some point, if you really look at it, you were going through those emotions, you were going through the emotions in some important areas of your life, okay? How many of you would raise your hand and say, you know what, in some important areas of your life, you had your foot on the brake a little bit. Yeah. My hope is we've done a little bit of work to figure out what that was about, like psychologically, because you can just write, like, the reason I'm trying to teach you in these frameworks, you can just go right down it. Okay, I feel like I've been holding like, back in my career. Huh, let's just rock down this thing. We've got some checklists here. Uh, was I really motivated? Was I clear about my ambition? Huh. Did I believe it could happen? Okay, that's the spark. Was I giving it real focus and attention and effort? That's sustaining the motivation. Did I keep a good attitude, surround myself with a good environment? Great, now we've checked into motivation. And if we feel like, ah, we're still not pedaled to the metal. What's happening here? Now let's jump into our fear. Let's go, hmm. Was I scared of ruin? What was the story I was telling myself about ruin? Was I scared if I did it, I'd be regretful? Was I scared I'd be rejected? Was I scared I couldn't handle that responsibility? And now you're just like, you're just going down, going, what's going on here? What what's the self-talk happening? Because I'm giving you the categories of thought. Raise your hand if you hear me. Like that's my job is I'm trying to train you on the categories here. And now you use all these little categories and words and frameworks I'm giving you. These are your checklists. Next time you're like, what's going on up here? I can't quite figure it out. I'm gonna go down my notes at high performance academy. Oh, that was going on. And if it's too complicated, you're like, okay, where was adequacy? Where, was, where did I feel inadequate? But I'm here to tell you, everybody in this room, your heart is way more full of potential than you know. Turn to the person left, right, shake them, say, your heart is way more full of potential than you know. Shake them, good. All right, hey, it's Brendan. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope it helped you reach another level of high performance in your life, whether it's just a shift in your mindset or a shift in your habits or a shift in your intention for the day. I really honor you for listening to The Brendan Show and I'm deeply thankful. Uh, So could you do me a, a favor? Could you just go onto iTunes or Apple Podcasts and rate and review this episode or any of our episodes? And also while you're there, to help me just download the last five episodes too onto your phone. Because, you know, Apple really cares about the downloads and the rating and reviews, and I've never really asked for that in six years of podcasting. And finally, my friends convinced me to ask you to do that for me. I've never asked anything with my podcast community ever, but I'd really, really appreciate if you could do that. Also, if you would like some more in-depth training, please don't forget that every single month I go live for two hours and teach new and original personal development research, new frameworks to my entire virtual community in our HPX coaching program. And you can just go to hpxcoaching.com. That's hpxcoaching.com to learn all about the different options there. But listen, I'm live two hours every single month with literally thousands of high achievers from around the world who tune in to get these new frameworks for reaching high performance in their life. Sometimes we talk about relationships. Sometimes we talk about breaking bad habits. Sometimes we talk about achieving another level of of confidence or discipline or goal attainment, but we are there every single month and I'd love for you to join us. Just go to hpxcoaching.com to see all of your options and really join us. Dedicate yourself to personal mastery. Dedicate yourself to this journey, not just once in a while with an episode here or there or a book there, but literally a program that could change your life. It's called HPX Coaching and you can go to hpxcoaching.com. Until next time, my friends, please remember every single day you can choose to be average or ordinary or just kind of go through the motions or you can be more intentional, more disciplined, more excellence driven what you do because you know you need to serve those you love and those that you lead. You can choose to be extraordinary. So my friends, go out there today and be extraordinary.